0: Yes people, what is going on, this is episode, I don't know, I'm driving, driving my car back from Cambridge, I was just a guest on a pod with Rosie Wilby, um, you know, selling off, well she thinks she's the best selling author, she's an award winning uh, podcaster, an award winning author as well and yeah it was really fun, to could uh, break up monologues, discuss relationships and... Breakups and all that fun stuff. Very fun. And this is Sunday. I'm driving back Uh, It's been a busy week guys. It's been a really busy week flipping manic. Where do we start? We start on Monday What do I do Monday? This Monday I know I did something a bit out of the ordinary on Monday. I can't think. I was recorded my pod. Ah! Did a pre-record. Should I say that? No, you shouldn't say it. It was a pre-record. I've said it now. I've said it now. I've, I've lifted the skirt. I've lifted the skirt <laughs> of the industry. I did a pre-recorded interview um, for BBC Radio Wales. Then recorded my pod- podcast in the evening. And then um, with a guest, it's, um, Emmanuel. So, so that'll be coming out in the coming weeks. So, look out for those episodes. And then Tuesday, I drove a okay, good day at work, drove up to Leeds, uh, Pudsey, I think, or Farsley. One of those two just outside of Leeds, uh, did a work in progress show there. Wednesday, just had a regular day at work. Um, on Wednesday, I went home and then thursday thursday um what did i do thursday arranged a new part of oh my god i need to send stuff to flipping jesus completely forgot get a new mortgage and yeah why have i delayed that oh my god not new mortgage but you know new part of the mortgage it's, uh, it's expired, I almost want to pull over now I can't even do anything about it now But this is why it's good to do the pod Because now I've remembered Still had the mortgage stuff My word I was thinking, yeah that's it. all it had No, I've got to send pay slips and stuff over So anyway, that was Thursday I got, uh, got upsold And sold into getting A new security system on their house Never had one before Never had a, an alarm on the house before but uh, yeah, it's pretty impressive. I mean, there's probably no need for this amount of of tech and protection. But I'll tell you now, you do not want to break into my house. <laughs> it, will, it will not end well for you. Legally, it will not end well. So yeah, it's got that. Then Thursday night, drove to South End. South end for a work in progress show. Um, to Tuesday with Chloe Pets, Thursday Southend with Siren Brodkin then Friday I was in didn't do anything else. Finished off getting the security stuff installed. Saturday went to Tot Fest. Tot Fest. If you don't know about Tot Fest, Hertfordshire, it's, it's the maddest festival ever. No, it's it's, it's just a, it's, a, it's a kids festival the kids festival had a big old parenting fail there um my word what a fail what a fail that was um which we'll talk about on late nights and wet wipes and uh, then uh but yeah did that then had to drive to canterbury saturday night at the Marlowe theater where uh the uh I don't know how to pronounce the surname. I never heard it said that. I think it's Bijeja, his surname. Very hot room. Yeah, all And then Sunday was at a family friend's kids' birthday party. Then came up here to the pods. That's been my week. Very busy week. Very busy week. But a standout thing this week was after Saturday in Canterbury did my show. The show's been going alright all week. It's going alright all week. This show's going fine. It's going really well. Then, um, now I do the sad part in my show, which, um, which I you hope know, it's an Edinburgh show. It's not just all bam bam punchline. It has to be a story. It doesn't have to be sad, but it has to be a story. And there is a sad part in my show that is resolved within the show. But the crowd didn't seem to get back on sides after it was resolved. I was like, what? This happened here. Couldn't work out what happened. Came off stage, I was in my head, I was questioning my material, going, oh what do I need to do? I couldn't seem to get back after that bit. What happened? I just remember a few people walking out at different bits and I was like, I don't know what's happening here. Don't know what's happening. I was like, maybe people really need a wee, fair enough. Wii's happen. Um (laughs) and then um I I wake up Sunday morning and I have a message from someone saying, "Hey, I'm sorry, so I was in the crowd." They may say they enjoyed the show, or whatever. But then you started talking about things later on in your show that had a negative impact on me, and I'm going through IVF, and I. I, I, that isn't what I come to comedy shows for. I had to run out and I had to go. I was so upset, and I think you should reconsider your material. I I, I plead with you to change your material because it had a negative impact on me. And in the moment, I was like, Oh, do what? I don't want my show to have negative impact to anyone. I feel really bad about that. Uh oh, do I, what would I do? What I do, what I do, what I do, and then I realised, hold on, hold on, wait, this message has come through fucking WhatsApp. And I was like, WhatsApp? How the fuck they got my number? And I'm thinking, hey, hold on a bit. Who the hell is this person? And I click on their profile picture. Yeah, I don't recognise her, but what I do recognise is the man in her picture, and the man in the picture is the guy. Showed me to the green room. The guy showed me to the green room. The guy works there. That is her fiance. So in my head, I'm like, these motherfuckers have given out my number to some woman that she's upset. I showed Naomi the message and Naomi's just like I've had enough of carrots. That's how it She how can someone be upset about your personal story? Says, so you're not taking a piss out of people going for IVF, are you? I was like, no. So you're telling your story? I go, like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. She goes, well then, they just have to shut the fuck up. I was like, how annoying. I was like, why did I forget this? Why I forget? Because it's like a sensitive topic. I fully fell out my comedy bag. Because that's my view on that offense. Like, I can't offend you, it's just my joke. You can't be offended by that. They are offended by my personal story. Your story that you told is too sad in this part of the story to change it. What? No, I didn't come to comedy for this. It was an Edinburgh preview. And Steve said to me, he said to me before, I don't think this crowd fully get what Edinburgh is and what a work in progress show is. And I was like, right. I was like, we'll see and then when I went out there and had this message I was like I see now yep 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 I was like what the fuck so I went from going to reply politely to going to reply with Vim to be like Darren don't reply because if I reply that means she gets to see my profile picture and she gets the validation that she's texted to the right number currently she's just got a grey circle no profile picture She. Seen it, it's been read, but you can't be 100% sure I've seen it. So I'm like, I'm not replying, and what I'm going to do is tell the booking agent, with my agent copied in, saying, hey yo, what the actual fuck? How is my number being given out by theatre staff? This is a serious data breach. And I want this I want this dealt with. You thought you were gonna get a message back from me, but your fiance might get sacked. Now I don't want that for you, but that may be the consequences. I'm not an arsehole. If the thing to remedy this is them giving me a personal apology, I'll feel like an arsehole. they <laughs> but I'll stop. I won't tell them they don't have to do it. I'll be like, hey, I feel like an arsehole making you do this. They go, okay, so you don't want an apology. I "I, I never said all that. I just said, I feel like an arsehole. But I'm comfortable feeling like an arsehole. So proceed to issue apology. It's like my my, fucking audacity. My number that's out there because your bird's upset. Your bird's upset, you want to give up my number. No fucking way. Because this was, the message wasn't even that bad, right? I understand it from a human level. I I understand the message from a human level. So like I said, if that message came into my inbox or my Insta stuff, I would have entertained it. I wouldn't need to, but I would have entertained it because I'm a nice guy. But. Let's, let's be real, that, that message could have been mad abusive. Could have been, that message could have been mad threatening. What if some kind of absolute psychos just like... You know what I mean? Like, I know where you live. My profile picture is currently comedy related. But my profile picture is sometimes my kids. And I know I post them on social media and stuff, but I don't know. Maybe I'll post a bit of a different picture on Whatsapp. I don't know, it's just like, it's just odd this is a violation man but my information isn't out there so someone's just handed my number over and they've either handed it over uh, with absolute ignorance or they've been misled as to why they were handed my number over I don't know okay. quite frankly dear, I don't care I don't care alright so that's that That is that! Um, That's what's happened in my week, personally. What's been going on in the world? I've got notes written down, but can I think what I wrote down? Can I remember what I wrote down? Who knows? Who knows? Um, Let's see, what was the first thing that's happened this week? Kiki Palmer! Kiki Palmer and a man! Right. I'm not giving you the background, because I'm a poor podcaster, now I'll give a bit of it. Kiki Palmer was um, serenaded by Usher at some kind of music event. She was wearing a dress that was sheer and had her ass cheeks out. Um, Her boyfriend, I'm not sure if he's fiance, but definitely not husband, um, went online... Oh shit, this is speed camera fuck! You know those temporary ones? Max speed, 20 miles per hour. That's the first time I've seen the speed camera, though, to be fair. So let's, let's get this down. 20 miles. Oh, blood clot. I was, I was just going about 50 there. 50. 50. 50. More. I could see the national speed limit sign right there, though. Now that's contradictory. What is that? What, I want to. I want to take a picture of that sign They've got the national speed limit Then the Speed camera sign Then the max speed 20 What are you doing to me there? What are you doing? (laughs) Well there's the speed camera though What speed is that set to? Oh What speed Is that set to? I've dropped down to 20 I can't risk I can't risk it. I did the speed awareness course. When did I do the speed awareness course? 2021. Has enough time passed where I don't I, I think I can get away with another one, right? No, I think it's like three years. Uh well, anyway, nothing flashed, so we're all good. Anyway. So I asked cheeks out. A fiance has gone online and said, yeah, but you're a mother though, is 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 the dress it's Rest. because what's Kiki doing? Kiki is kiki with Ursha as he's serenading. I don't even know what the song is. I haven't even listened to the video. I've seen the images. But you're a mother though. So it goes two ways. One, it's all about how what a mum should wear. You're a mother though. Listen, I don't think there's, I don't think being a mum is a criteria what you should or shouldn't wear. Okay? Not at all. Number two, blasting your war with in public. Ridiculous behaviour. You live with each other, surely you live with each other. You could have dealt with that at home. Which makes me think that maybe it was dealt with at home, he thought it was, and then she's gone out anyway. Or maybe they weren't at home and she set off and he had no idea what she was going to wear and he's just finding out on TV at the same time as everyone else. I don't know, or is it a thing of, um, yeah she's lied to what she's going to wear, is it that? I don't know which one it is, but it just feels mad that his reaction is public, now some people argue that well with the shame and embarrassment she has brought onto him, is public, therefore his reaction should be public. <coughs> Kinda of hear that, but sometimes <coughs> you gotta be all the way right to hammer that shit home. And um, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have uh, blasted my missus publicly because my shame. I'd be like, I don't look embarrassed. I don't look like I'm out of control in the situation. You know what I mean? It's like when you find out that you're your, your partner has slept with someone in the past. And so well, you knew that. Even if you didn't know, you would say, Yep, yeah, yeah, I knew that. And then when you get in that car, you just go, What the fuck? Am I being told you slept with so-and-so? Like, well, huh? What? That was years ago, that's been way before you. Yeah, but he's a fucking asshole. You know I hate him. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta save some face that like you're in control of the relationship. I, would, I was just easy to stay silent on it, that's it. But it is mad though, like, now, one of the debates have spun out of this though. Like what the fuck am I meant to do here though, bro? I've got, sorry, I've got some blue lights behind me. Um, I don't know what I'm meant to do here. Sorry guys, got blue lights behind me on a single carriageway. And now they finally decided to go around there and call you do that. Stupid. Police must be cussing there. Single carriage, um, because there's road works, they're resurfacing the road. 20 mile per hour speed limit. And they weren't going 20 miles per hour. Anyway, sorry, sorry. Talk about judgment. My man, Junior Booker, posted online about he would only link a girl dressed like that but you wouldn't wife a girl dressed like that is that toxic a lot of women are going eh, that's toxic because you're judging her on how she's dressed can we please all fucking grow up <laughs> okay one thing that you could just maybe say is toxic is describe the way she was dressed as provocative provocation is something that you uh it happens from you she's not trying to provoke my man, Junior Brooker, she's not trying to provoke me, she's, I assume, dressing how she wants to dress, P- trying to be sexy, maybe? Trying to be sexy. We deem it sexy. Arse cheeks out. Let's let's not pretend arse cheeks out isn't sexual. Okay? But to, that's men for say they don't want to wife someone who dresses like that. Because you shouldn't judge someone, and then people going, because you shouldn't judge someone how they're dressed we 100% judge people how they dress. and so when you go to a job interview you get your hair cut you have a shave you wear a suit say when you go on the first date you don't come to the date with flipping paint on your face and plaster on your arms go I was redecorating but no you don't do that going to a wedding you don't come in trainers you know what I mean? We we judge people how they're dressed. we went to a doctor's surgery, the doctor was just there everybody swim shorts. Well let's just say it's in a sheer dress with the arse cheeks. <laughs> like, you're like, what what the hell is this? Are you a doctor? You're like what has my clothes got to do with me being a doctor? My competence being a doctor. So technically it doesn't, but I'm judging you. Of course we're judging. It's just it's a silly thing to make out that the way someone dresses is above judgement. But what is crazy is this, is being the partner of someone and not liking what they're wearing. And for me, I just don't understand how you get to a situation, a relationship where if you were to wear something like that and you know that your partner doesn't like it, that you wear it in the first place or if at least you haven't had the conversation about you wearing I'm not sure if he's gonna like this. I'm not sure if she's gonna like this. Let me just check. As I can only assume, I said, she didn't mention it to him. He's seen it there and then. Because if they've had a chat about it, she just just doesn't respect him. At all. At all. But yeah, it's a crazy one. It is a crazy one. Uh, what else, who else, what else are we going on this week, I had nothing written down, oh what else, has happened, I've got got two topics written down, I wonder how much of this is actually being picked up because of how loud this road is, I might need to listen back, but right now, because this might have been a big old waste of time, Okay, not a big waste of time, We keep recording. I just want to check. You guys are hearing me, all right? And it seems okay. I mean, it's not the best quality audio, but I'm driving. So shut your face. Free podcast. Oh man, stone chipped up into the glass. Is that a crack in the windscreen? We do not know. We do not know. Oh, let's put the, the juice on. It's not moved. It's not moved. I think there's a chip in the windscreen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let the listeners know you've got windscreen cover without telling them you've got windscreen cover. That has to be a chip. That Oh, fuck off. Oh, what the fuck? We're not even going that fast. This is like hailstone. What the hell is happening? Why do you resurface this much of the road? Surely, if you're going to resurface this much of the road, you resurface one lane at a time. Yeah? I don't know, maybe I don't know about roads. and Maybe that that increases the chance of like, a pothole appearing. I don't know. But, um, yeah, that sounded brutal View those hits on the windscreen. Anyway, what else has been going on in the world? Are we back to... Back to normal off oh, the shitty flipping. Yes, here we go um, Right, so what else been happening? Uh, big news, big news What big news thing has happened in the pod? Ah, oh, in the world, I can't think Cannot think I know there's two topics I wrote down That I was ready to flipping pod about Golly! Can't think! Let's have a look. Um, what were they? What were they? Ah, okay. Cool. Well, here we go. We're in, we're in, we're in. So, first one. <laughs> Talk about my day. Realise how old I'm getting. When uh, I came out Finchley Park the other day Friday come out of Finsley Park I'm like, why are there all these bloody kids? Why aren't these children in school? That's what I was thinking, why aren't these children in school? And then um, And then our clock. is It's wireless festival I'm like, nah, they're still kids then I don't realise that they're not kids, they're like, early 20s. <coughs> I'm like, why are these kids so muscular? They're in their early 20s. It's just, that's what early 20s looks like now, children. Because I'm old. But they still look like kids. And then when I'm thinking I'm so old, and then Naomi goes, nah, there's a teacher strike, so probably were some kids there. So like, what kind of disposable income do these children have? Then you know, the strikes are coming that they could just get a wire stick in on the day madness. But nothing's happened now, Captain Tom. Captain Tom, do what, I needed to read the article? I haven't read it, so I am uh, disclaimer, I'm talking from a full point of ignorance. Woo! I don't know what I'm talking about. All I know is Captain Tom, the guy did the little walk in thing, nation national sweetheart raising money for the NHS and um, his daughter and family have co-opted a hundred grand and they built an extension and a spa <laughs> with the donations. I love that shit. <laughs> we never told you what the money's going to be spent on and I don't know, I don't know if I read somewhere that that spa is free for other people to use, I don't know if that was made up, I don't know if it's just for them to use But I find that shit funny, but I only find it funny because I didn't donate any money so I haven't been robbed uh, But yeah, this is bracing isn't it, absolutely bracing that we'll have that money, we'll have that but Maybe I need to read the article, maybe I will once I get home I'll read the article and give it a proper a proper bit of coverage because right now I've ran out of articles and things to talk about and I can't read did dear you are driving I mean I'd love to guys I really would but I, I, I don't want to die on the pot so um, we'll do that when I park up and I've done my errands Like change the car seat over when I get it. Jesus, it's so dark now. But I'll do it, I said I'll do it, I have to do it. Fuck sick. Anyway, rejoin me. Okay, we're back, I've pulled over. Well I say pulled over, I'm home. I swapped the car seats over. Let's get this podcast done, all right. What was the other thing that's been going on? The BBC presenter scandal. I've left it long enough, we've now got a conclusion. Well, I think we've got a conclusion. I, I mean, I'm in the I'm in right in the middle of this. Names are going around. Paul Ryland Clark's face was attached to links. So, you know when they say, oh, BBC Presenter has been accused of, and then, you know, the link on the website. On the short, pardon, The shortcut is someone's face, and it's Ryland's face in The Independent. He was like, hey, you, you, can't, just, you can't just put my face on this. That's not me. Um, And he just came out and goes, look, this ain't me. So where investigation you lot are doing, cool. Beyond that, but I'm coming out now saying it's not me. Hugh Edwards' names kept on going around. Gary Lineker. There's a few names kept on going around. But I've seen a picture of Hugh Edwards' arse now. I'm not saying he's the guy. I'm not saying I've seen a picture of Hugh Edwards' arse now. So we'll see how that develops right let's do the captain tom thing then some dear deirdre and then i'm going to eat some cake late at night and go to bed why would you eat cake so late at night darren because i'm an adult and it's adult privilege i can do what i want right here it is 100k salary to home spa building the controversies surrounding the captain tom foundation during lockdown, the nation fell in love with the hundred-year-old war veteran Captain Sir Thomas Moore. So many titles there. More commonly known as Captain Tom, for his gift, his grit, sorry, and determination to do 100 laps of his garden to raise money for the NHS. His efforts were were universally applauded by those up and down the UK, resulting in the lockdown hero raising over 30 million pounds for the NHS as it battled the pandemic. Let's not get into why he's having to do that and not the government, but whatever. So Tom's efforts were even noticed by the royal family, which uh, resulted in him receiving a knighthood from the Queen. Golly, Sadly, Captain Tom died shortly after his heroic fundraising mission. Probably all those laps. Um, At the age of 100, his charity, the Captain Tom Foundation, which was created eight months before his death, continued to operate under the watch of his daughter and her partner. The charity itself aims to support and empower older people through fundraising and awareness campaigns. Noble, lovely. However, since the death of Sir Tom, the charity has come under scrutiny for the lack of transparency about where the funds are being distributed. Golly. The funds raised for the NHS during Sir Tom's walks are not part of the controversies surrounding the charity. Here's what we know about the investigation into Captain Tom Foundation so far. How much is there? Okay, I can't read all of this, but let's just go. So, charity commission probe. Um, the charity gin pulled from sale. What is that? Bottles of branded Sir Tom gin were being pulled to were being sold to raise money for the foundation. Uh, were pulled from sale after an apparent breach in charity law. Uh, okay, hundred um, k wages rejected. Um, the charity commission wants. Was once again forced to step in to prevent some eye-watering decisions by the Captain Tom Foundation. Which focuses on Sir Tom's daughter's involvement in the foundation. Um, yeah, so she gave herself a 100k salary. Um, which the charity commission said, no, nope, not reasonable. Um, the home spa ought to be demolished. This is the one we wanted. Here, yeah, this is the one we wanted. So... An order for, um, by planning chiefs was sent to demolish an unauthorised building in Captain Tom daughter's home after plans for a block containing a spa pool were rejected. Hannah Moore and her husband Colin applied in 2021 for permission to build a Captain Tom Foundation building in the grounds of their home in Marston, Mauritain, uh, Bedfordshire. The L-shaped building. Uh, was given the green light, and in design and access to heritage statement, it was described as being part to be used partly in connection with the Captain Tom Foundation and its charitable objectives. A subsequent retrospective application in 2022 for a larger C-shaped building, which I can see, um, building planning a spa pool was refused by the planning authorities. Uh, so Captain Tom Foundation said the statement to National: Public, At no time. Were the Captain Tom Foundation's independent trustees aware of planning permissions made by Mr. and Mrs. Ingram, purporting to be in the Foundation's name? it had been. Had they been aware of any applications, the independent trustees would would not have authorised them. And that's where the fuckeries are. It's trying to build a, a spa, that's even the first planning permission was falsely obtained, and then to, you just get the hubris, Icarus flying too close to the sun, Do you know what, not only we're going to rob the money from charity, we're going to double the size of the building and put a spa or a swimming pool in there, because I fancy a dip, it's crazy, I just think they'll get away with it, I mean it's interesting though isn't it, it's interesting, like I said, the world feels a little bit grubby and fucked up doesn't it at the moment, but it's so alright, oh shit we need to check this package package was delivered to my next door neighbor by dpd mad thing is um the person who received the package doesn't have the same name as my neighbor (laughs) and the guy who's receiving the package has a tattoo on his arm my neighbor does not have a tattoo on his arm i do not believe so this man who's taken this package i don't know i don't know it's all crazy to me. Maybe he does have a tattoo. Maybe he does. We'll see. We'll see tomorrow morning. Anyway, let's get on to some dear Didgy. Um. Uh. Uh. Oh. Dear Didgy, my married lover has called towards me after we decided to leave our spouses. We had decided to leave our spouses, rent a flat and start a new life together, but now my long-term lover has called towards me. We are both married, but have, but for the past eight years, we've, we have met up every week for illicit sex sessions. I'm 48. My wife is 45. We've been together for almost 20 years and have grown-up children. My lover is also married. She's 43. She was a school friend and we'd stayed in touch. But then when she set up a gardening business, she started to help us every now and again. I've always fancied her A uh, one day. wait, well, you said she was a school friend, but you're 48 and she's 43. So if you always fancied her, you was a year 11 and she was a year 7. You nods. I commented that she was still in great shape. Yeah, just like when you were 11. That's what you're saying, you fucking nods. Uh, uh, you need to clarify at what point you thought she was fit during school times they always fancied her nonce anyway i commented that she was still in great shape and before i knew it it she suggested showing me more and dragged me into the shed thinking about our first sexual encounter, encounter still turns me on my wife is really unadventurous in bed And I don't even think she enjoys having sex. Our relationship isn't good. We can't agree on anything. What to watch on TV, eat or even where to go on holiday. But my lover is incredible. Over the past, over the years, our relationship became so much more. With both of us confiding in the other about our unhappy marriages, I've fallen deeply in love with her. But when I suggested a couple of dates to go on flat viewing, she started to make excuses. She isn't excited about having sex with me anymore. And the last time I saw her was over a month ago when she was utterly disinterested. I put all my effort into the affair and now the prospect of being left with my wife is too demoralizing. <laughs> See how rude that is. You can't leave me. I was have to stay with my wife. Mate, mate, you took the sexy out of the whole thing. I swear, people having affairs is wild, right? But people having affairs and they're literally just having a second relationship. I don't... I'm... Shh. Brain gone. Relationships are so long, so time consuming. Pain is love, Woo, baby. It's it, just what it is. So to add another one, fuck your life. Um, right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh. uh, uh. Right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see which one. Which one of these? Um. Ooh, I don't know which one. Right, let's read this one and then those ones. Oh, which oh? Okay, yeah, we're going sexy. Sex is the fun ones, aren't they? Work woes. I'm having raunchy dreams about my boss and worry I'm actually in love with him. No dear. Dear, dear, I'm struggling to look my boss in the eye after having some very raunchy dreams about him. See, that's funny because whenever I've had raunchy dreams about someone, uh, I look them dead in the eye the next day and kind of smirk, like, <laughs> "Oh, if only you knew the things we did last night." <laughs> crazy, never embarrassed. It's crazy. It's in your head. Anyway, he's really hot, but I never thought of him in a sexual way until I started having very graphic dreams about him in my sleep. Just having to change the sheets in that year. I think I have even orgasmed as a result. Told you. Now I've started looking at him in a different way. I'm 31, he's 35. I know he's off limits as he's married. Um, wait, I'm 35. Oh, but I'm no one's boss. Okay. But now I can't stop fantasising about him, even when I'm awake. I've started to think about him when I'm having sex with my new boyfriend. At Thirty-four. How do I stop myself from having these thoughts? It's becoming a bit of an obsession, and I'm worried I actually, I'm actually in love with him. I oh dear, I find it very unsettling. Yeah. So what you need to do, love, is um. Do you have don't women have post-nut clarity? Just go into the cubicle, rub one out, and then you'll walk it back out onto the office floor and be like. Shit, I've got to get that report out this Tuesday. That's what you'd be. You'd be so efficient. So efficient. That's what you need to do. First the butt. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Anyway, I don't know what that last bit was. I think I was falling asleep again. I think we're going to end the pod there. End the pod there. End the pod there. Darren, you know you can't do another one. You're, you're tired. My eyes are actually closed. Just realized my eyes are actually closed. So I'm ending the pod. Even though there's a little bit of gibberish right there at the end. I don't care. Now I can see the home straight because I'm ending the pod i've got the energy back i'm not getting lured in to doing it again no right this week where am i monday recording the pod. I've got a cool little meeting at, at, i need to work out where this hotel is um then tuesday what a day i'm going to have obviously a full day at work then go to represent radio to do a short interview then that's down in brixton then rush Back into central London for Top Secret Comedy Club. they do a little 10 minute spot there. Then, go back down south to Ballham. Ballham. Bedford. The Bedford. Ballham for a work in progress show. If you're about south London, come in, make some noise. Uh, And then I go home. After all that. Uh, So yeah. It's gonna be an eventful week. I think I'm chilling for the rest of the week unless something cool comes up in the calendar. That's semi lucrative, but that is the end of the pod. People, thanks for listening. Uh, yes, I'm gonna leave with my energy semi high. All right, peace.